Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. This is episode 116 today where we're going to be running through our Premier League season review. 2022-23 season is over. It's quite sad. You know, it's been a good season for us, for the channel and in the Premier League. And now the season is complete. We're here with a bit of a review today, just going through everything, talking about every single team in a bit of detail. And yeah, just talking about the season as a whole. Should we get started from the top? Because we are going to have to crack on. I thought this is going to be the longest video we've ever done. But we'll start with Manchester City, who have been sensational this year. Dave, I mean, the fact they look so far out of it, and then were suddenly miles clear, it was just so City. Yeah. You know, the only City in Pep Guardiola look of playing a weird 2-3-4-1 or a weird 2-2-3. 3 2 2-3. Yeah, 3-2-2-3. Yeah. Yeah, so many. It's so confusing, but that's why it works. Right, it's a sensational formation. What he did is he took... So last season, obviously, when they were in attack, they moved into their 4-2-4. So they could just dominate teams, moving De Bruyne as to one of the strikers. However, this year he wanted that effect, but wanted Haaland playing as the advanced forward, as a player in behind. So he obviously took a defender out of the team and moved him to Haaland up front. So quite intelligent from Pep Guardiola. He's quite good at his job, to be fair to him. And yeah, I think the tactic makes exact, you know, sensational use of positional play. And it's yeah, just by far the I best mean, tactic we've seen uh, in world football. It is, and it's worked. You know, yeah. Erling Haaland, top goal scorer, 36 goals. Kevin De Bruyne took the Playmaker Award again with 16 assists. You know, I do think it leaves them a little fragile at the back. They've conceded more than they should have. However, does that matter? Because I mean, when Haaland scores 36 goals, does it matter that you concede a couple? They've kept 13 clean sheets and scored 94 goals. Yeah. That's, that's it's it's mental. 94 seems low for a City team. Especially when Haaland's contributed 36. Six, six more than Arsenal. And then yeah. they were like 20 clear of like I can't remember, didn't they? But yeah, Arsenal don't have a like, out-and-out striker, a goal scorer. So, Well, that was, that was the big thing with... Um, Still very successful, though, Manchester City. That was the big thing with um, Haaland coming in, is that everyone thought that... I mean, everyone knew that they'd take the world by storm. I know some people have put them winning the title this season down to Erling Haaland. And don't get me wrong, he's helped, but they showed last year that they don't need a striker to win the league. Yeah, well, obviously they built their system around not needing a strike, not having a striker, yeah. and they used midfielders in that role, meaning they could have a better standard of passing build-up play. Now they've obviously done that again, but having Haaland as a player that they can just stand on the back line, just press I mean, the defence. Yeah. They've, so, they've yeah. probably got the greatest player in the world right now. Arguably, based on form, I think he's definitely up there. I think it's really hard to compare Haaland and Mbappe because they play for very different teams in very different leagues in very dis- different yeah. systems. If Mbappe was the other one in the Champions League final, maybe we'd be talking about yeah. them as a bit closer, but, but because he's not, it's hard to compare. Yeah, I mean, obviously City as a season as a whole have been brilliant, but in terms of yeah. the Premier League... I mean, a 24-game unbeaten run until that was ended by Brentford on the final day of the season. Pinnock's massive end. Just complete inferiority. They're such a good side. I'd argue they are the it, best side of sin in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, probably in world football. I, ever. I think, and I think they'll admit this. It wasn't plain sailing for the whole season. They no. did struggle at the start. Arsenal, as we've said before, you know, they pulled that eight-point gap. It looked like the Gunners were going to go clear, but the tactic finally clicked with the City system. Arsenal got scared and started dropping points. <laughs> got scared and. 
but yeah, they, they, they felt the pressure and they you know, they failed under it. And yeah. City managed to claw, not only claw back the eight points, but finish top of the league by, you know, a couple of points. I th- I, well, it shrunk on the uh, final day, sorry, didn't it? But take that out of the equation, because that was just, yeah, they were drunk. <laughs> take it out of the were, equation. They were. Jack Green was still in the pub. So five points between Arsenal and City in the end. So they a uh, thirteen point swing for Manchester City. And if they beat Brentford on the final day, they meant eight points. It was sixteen. And Brighton, of course, in the week they drew with oh, as well. Yeah. So could have easily been a lot so more. Also, so they won by five points, but they dropped points in both their last. But two they dropped games. five points in the last two games. <laughs> but yeah, so sensational for City. Of course, they play Manchester United this Saturday in the FA Cup final. We will be doing a podcast on that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. On Friday, but yeah, it's going to be... I think they are definitely the clear favourites. And then, of course, this week after, they have the Champions League final in Istanbul against Inter Milan. They are, I mean, again, clear they're the favourites to do the treble. They should do the treble. In, you know, they really I'm, should I'm do a, the treble. I'm a firm believer in if you get to a final, you deserve to win it. But I think especially on Inter... I don't know. I think... No, no. I think, you, I, I think you can win it, but if you do well ultimately they've been handed one of the nicest... But Champions if you, but League if you do well get there, then you're there, aren't you? Yeah, I agree. That and I'd problem, love to though. see them win they it. They have been nice, and it doesn't. City should play at them off the park. They should, they should. I think City are much better, much, much better side than Inter Milan. They're that, much stronger. That golfing quality is worrying. Not only in the European, but the domestic success as well. How I don't know, be- though, because I, I think... City have been the benefactors of everyone else crumbling. 89 points does not win the Premier League in a normal season. And I, mean, I know they were given margin yeah, to relax yeah. because their but nearest if... rivals didn't do anything. But a full-strength Chelsea team in, over the next couple of years, United, once Ten Hag implements his system fully, Klopp's Liverpool returning He's to the top, and Arsenal's Arteta, Arteta's Arsenal maturing... That's four teams that can challenge City. Now, yeah. City have never been fought on multiple fronts. They've always had them yeah. and Liverpool. This season, them and Arsenal. They've never been challenged by multiple teams at the same time. Whenever they've been in title race with Man United, it's been 40 points between them. But I just think maybe if there's more teams challenging, if City are trying to go for all five, six competitions that they can yeah. enter, then maybe they get stretched. That's, a, that's the thing. I look at it and go... And this will bring us quite nicely onto Arsenal in a minute. But I look at it and go, if Klopp's Liverpool back to their best, they proved, they've proven over the years they can beat Pep City, no matter how yeah. good they are. United, they beat City this year. I, I know they lost 6-3 earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah. But at Old Trafford, they went 1-0 down and they overturned it. They're going to lose if they got Arsenal final 6 nil now or something. <laughs> Arsenal can't do that. They proved this year. They were played off the park twice by City. Well, the system's too similar to Manchester City so it can't it's, it's basically just a worse version of City's system which is what meaning pe- they I, I, can't not too much Arteta that is kind of what Arteta is he's just a worse well pep. he is isn't he he's not as good as Pep Guardiola that's quite, like just the truth he's yeah, not, he shouldn't be offended by that he's a good young manager um, but he's not Pep Guardiola yeah so I, I think United and Liverpool can really bring, bring the fight to City next, maybe next season who knows mm, but I mean City would have been miles off the league title if Arsenal hadn't bottled it Probably, but again, I don't. Were, no, no, no. I don't eight know. points clear. If all Arsenal have to do is win their games, no. But they, I think if they lose to if they lose that game to Liverpool, if they lose to City, then that becomes two points. That only affords one slip up. I could still have seen them both finishing up on like ninety something points and City win the league. 
Well, at least Arsenal could have pushed them to they the final. No, they definitely they won it with three. They won it with two. They won it with two games to go. And the third last game, they played their B side against Chelsea and still won. Mm, yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I don't think Arsenal were ever serious. Oh, and obviously they were serious oh, contenders. Yeah. Sorry, but I don't think they were ever. I don't think they're title-winning material yet, but that's yeah. because they're a good young side. Yeah, but they're the, not. The thing with me is, should. they drop points to Liverpool. That's understandable. Yeah. If they drop and they drop points to City, that's understandable to you know as well. But the thing is, if they drop points to a United or a Villa or a Brighton, that's fair enough. They drop points to Southampton and West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So Southampton got relegated with five games to go. Southampton and, have uh, been interesting. We'll get on to them last, of course. Yeah. But. But we might as well move on to Arsenal while yeah. we're here. Um, I, I think we should start. I think we need to give Arsenal credit because oh, yeah. the fact that they were a team playing in the Europa League this season because they finished outside the top four last year, yet their work over the summer and Arteta's work behind the scenes over the last few seasons has led them to this point where they could challenge for the title. And they built a system initially that was running teams over. They looked fairly unbeatable. For the for a large proportion yeah. of the start of the season, they were top of the league at Christmas. They were having a really really strong campaign, and then it all started to fade away after the World Cup. I would say would be the turning this is point. What I was going to ask would be the Volta of the of the Premier who, League story. Who or what does it fall on to why they didn't win the league issue? I would say a lack of ruthlessness, a slight. I would say a lack of quality rotation options and a slight deficiency in defence. I think they have... There's an underlying issue with their defence and their stability yeah. of the defence because we know they've been carved open too easily soon, a few too many times and Ramsdale is a little error yeah. prone. As soon as Saliba got injured, that was their title gone. Yeah, holding's not a good enough but rotation. Kiwi's not experienced for, enough. For me, the, the, uh, it, the way I look at it and go, the injury isn't the excuse. It's not an excuse after they got injured. There should have been better. There should have been someone to come in and replace. Yeah, them. I mean it's the same with like middle midfield. So uh, they're very lucky they didn't get pick up a couple of injuries because Mohamed El Nenny, who has been injured for most of the year, has played 100 minutes this season. 111 minutes this no, season. If he was fit, he probably would have played but more. Also, I'm surprised they didn't make more use of players like Emil Smith Rowe, Fabio Vieira, Reese Nelson. Criminal. They're players that could definitely have had an impact on this title race. Does it fall on Arteta as well? Because yes, yes, they haven't they haven't got that much quality rotation. But equally, they didn't use the rotation I they think, did have. Yeah, you make a good point. Saka and Martinelli were brilliant this year, but they cannot play 40, 50 games a year and they expect to win the league Arteta title. found something that worked and didn't want to deviate from it and didn't rotate early enough. They definitely, like when they were playing early games against Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest, they definitely could have had a Nelson. Emil Smith Rowe this season. I know he's had a lot of injury concerns, but he's played 163 minutes. That's not good enough. That's just not enough. I, I know he's been out injured, so I don't I think we can well, criticise him too much for that. Fabio Vieira obviously signed for £30 million, has played almost. He's a minute off 500, 499 minutes. It's fine it's for a debut 50, campaign. But. Yeah. Do you think this means that. So Vieira's obviously going nowhere, and I think he'll play more minutes as he gets older. But could you see Emma Smith-Rowe leaving the club? Because no, surely if you are Smith-Rowe, you're thinking, well, I'm not getting minutes. Just over what, just over 150 minutes, that's not enough. And you know Trossard and he Martinelli is. are both ahead of you in the pecking he order. He's a very good player. Surely you look at a side that is 
either fighting for Europe or has just scraped into Europe this season. Someone like an Aston Villa, someone like a Brighton, or I maybe I, I, I a think I, I, Brentford I mean, or something like that. You know, Henry probably doesn't really want him because he'll probably go look at whatever players he does want. But you look at Villa and go with that four four two system. Jake Ramsey's been brilliant on the left at the moment, but you know maybe they want an out and out left midfielder. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Could def- someone just, like Smith Rowe could definitely work. My other thing with the rotation is that they only used the rotation when the injuries came. But what made it worse is when those players came back from injury, they immediately slotted back in. So Trossard, he he got a run of a few games when um Martin was it uh, Jesus was injured. He was injured and he played yeah. either Martinelli or Trossard he, through the he middle. He played Trossard through the middle, and as soon as Jesus was back, he came straight back in. But Trossard played well. Well, they still rotated. Trossard has played minutes yeah. out on the left. Trossard's played through the middle a bit. He's been. I think he's a was a very important signing I'm, for Arsenal. I'm caught in two minds whether to say it's an over. I think I don't think I think they've had a brilliant season. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. been a brilliant season, but I well put it this way: if you had to say whether it's been a failure or not, I would say no because they've got no, Champions League football. They fought for a title. But I, I would if I was an Arsenal fan, if I was an Arsenal player, I would be disappointed. Because they did throw it away. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I get they're young and I get that, but they did throw it away. I think, though, they'll look back on this in a couple of years' time with, you know, through roasting the spectacles, you'll be a lot more positive about how, actually, this was a good campaign. This is a good starting foundation or well, block for they, the Arteta era. If they don't win a league title in the next few years, it's going to be like, well, that was our one chance and we cocked it out. Of course, but, you know, it's impossible to say what's going to happen over the next few years. Ultimately, though, they have got the quality there with the right investment, the right recruitment. That, they can definitely this win. This is my next title. point. I do worry a bit for Arsenal because United will be stronger, Liverpool will be stronger, Newcastle will be stronger, yeah. Chelsea will be stronger. Well, this will be our predictions video in about eight weeks' time, so look yeah. out for that. But I could see Arsenal slipping out of Champions League spots. Because for me, there's six, five, six teams that finish above them. Potentially. It depends on the bounce back of Chelsea, it depends on whether Liverpool can bounce back, it depends whether Newcastle competitive again. Because there's every chance they slip off next season, especially with more games, especially with Champions League football. They do, but that doesn't change the fact that a couple of injuries can hurt even the deepest squad. And if they're playing more football, potentially these sorts of players aren't used to that exposure to first team. They got fourth this year with Jacob Murphy at left wing. Yeah. Well, we'll get onto those in a moment. Should we start, though? We'll we'll go next to Manchester United, obviously, in third. It's been a really weird campaign for Man United, hasn't it? Dumped out of the Europa League by Sevilla in the quarterfinal stage. That was poor. They really should have been in this final, I would say. I think they are by far the best team left in the competition at that stage. They just bottled. And I think a lot of that is two injuries. But again, as we said with Arsenal, that doesn't necessarily mean they've got unlucky. Instead, they have to buy better rotation. Because, I mean, Luke Short left centre-half. Was sensational this season. I think he deserves his plaudits for that because it was excellent. He did, he did a shift in there. But that's not what you want to be playing, Luke Shaw. I don't know. Though. I think he did fine. I don't think. I, I, I think, wouldn't say he was yeah. the issue. I would say a certain Harry Maguire was probably more of a problem. I mean, him. He scored an own goal. He literally came yeah, on in did, that Sevilla yeah. game, and he scored an own goal. And then that, that was two-two. And then Sevilla went and beat him three-nil in the second leg, I which is inexcusable. It's, but. But it's, it's also it's question marks over players about for the last few years. You know, question yeah. marks around the likes of Martial. I was going to say, I think they lack a ruthless number nine. Marcus Rashford Sorry. is more effective off to the left, I would say. Val Vegos was possibly... I don't know why. Why did they get him? Yeah. 
And then I, yeah, he's, and then he started playing attacking. He was just an option. Um, well, he worked in there because he was able to get he didn't have to flick-ons and <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't think he was terrible in that role. But Vagos won't be returning. I think Martial will likely leave the club this summer. Wait, just to say, because I know we mentioned the opening there. Obviously, we mentioned there in the FA Cup final. In terms of the league campaign, really strong. Yeah. Third. Yeah, I'm I mean, a new manager, and you. Look, I, look I was going to say, yeah, the they lost to Brentford on the lost opening day. Lost to Brentford four 0 Lost to Brighton on the opening day two 0 They were, they got, you know, they were struggling. They lost to City six three. What a turnaround! Yeah, where's well, the start? I'm looking at the Arsenal start of the year somehow. But yeah, United, they've definitely done well to come back from their start of the season. They've had some low points this year, certainly. Yeah. I think. You know they've lost seven 0 to. They're still bad losses. They lost seven 0 to Liverpool, and they, they lost six three to Manchester City. That has got to be sorted out. They're, they've shown that there's this fallibility in the United system where they can easily be torn apart sometimes by sides that are high volume scoring teams. Is that also though? Is it more because and I I because I, I remember that that Liverpool game. Is it also more mentality? Yeah, I because would say. You so. Look at Bruno Fernandez. So. And I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to hate on him. I'm just, well, I don't, well, I don't like him. But I look at the way the, the Liverpool game is whining and moaning, and it doesn't just, help when your captain's like that. I also think it shows just how much of a staple piece the Casemiro is. They don't have another option that can play his role, and when he struggles, he really is the pin in that United defence. And as I mean, soon as he's gone, as soon as he has a tough game instantly yeah. the floodgates open I think they've shown that Casemiro really struggled in that game he was at fault possibly I would say for two of the goals against Liverpool he made glaring errors and then after that well he, his head dropped other United players dropped and you, Liverpool just ran through him so for me I they think need, they have to invest they need to have like a leader yeah they need to, but players will step up into those they roles. will but I, I don't I think I look at you look at the likes of you look at other captains but for me they've got a captain they're just not given the armband yet Lissandro Martinez. That man bleeds for the shirt. Have you seen him on the pitch? He's one of the most passionate players. And the, yeah, he will and be their point. future captain. You look, at, you look at other captains and you go, if their team are losing or it's not going against them, they'll get the team in a huddle or they'll encourage them. Bruno Fernandes is fanning around on the floor moaning. Yeah, I do think Bruno is... That's a problem. I think and he's a good player. When they went 2-3-0 down to Liverpool, they looked for some inspiration and he was too busy you know, shoving linos and... You know, moaning, getting in the ref's ear, and you look at that and you go, "That's not, in, that's not inspiring." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think There's they need a, they issues do need a to iron out, but they've already taken a domestic tro- trophy. Yeah, they're in another cup final. I was gonna say they took third. In the we've, we've spoken about how City are just too good, but is there a chance United can win the FA Cup? Can spoil so. the Man City? They, they beat City Old Trafford this year, and I look at it and go, "I mean, I know there's a bit of disparity here, but." If United had got to the Oak League final, they'd also be on for a treble. I know it's not a Premier League and a Champions League and an FA Cup treble, but it's a treble nonetheless. Yeah, mate. So we won three club pre-season friendlies. Yeah, we've done the treble. We're Obviously, like... a United fan, they counted that cup that beat the pre-season cup they oh, won against yeah. Liverpool. What we've done the double? In, yeah, and they're saying we've already won two trophies this year. And it's like it's literally just a massive sculpture. So if it's not a trophy. And it was a pre-season tournament in Dubai. Aren't all trophies just like massive sculptures? No. Or little sculptures of I trophies? I don't know. Sculptures. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Manchester United, I think they've had a good season. I'd say this was a positive season for Manchester United. But yeah, return to Champions League football, that is crucial. They 
need to be more competitive though next season. They need to sort out this massive glaring error in their defence. They have to be. They have to have better rotation options because I think they really struggle when they when they have a few injuries. And then they have to buy strikers. The most important yeah. thing. A Victor Osimhen. A I was going to say if Antonio, that won't be a great choice. He can't play till January. But someone, <laughs> Louis Appenda, yeah. I don't know if you want to take a bit of a gamble, someone like that, just get in a striker that can score your goals, get a goal machine, and they can challenge Manchester City at some point one day, maybe. Yeah. yeah. When Pep leaves, basically. Because you're, you're not beating a Pep Guardiola City. But yeah, then fourth in the Premier League, Newcastle United. What a season. Indeed. I think it's a season that they will look back on as a what could have been. Could they have won a Carabao Cup by this point? Could they have maybe got further in the FA Cup? I, I feel that comes from an, the in it comes from an experience. They've never been there before, and lack of rotation, I think, as well. Yeah. They, you know, Bruno Guimaraes has been so important, similar to actually Casemiro and the yeah. United system. When Guimaraes isn't fit, Newcastle might as well postpone the match because they're going to lose pretty much it's all the time. There's been a couple. Most like, they nailed the signings. Anthony Gordon was a weird one. Well, that's, that's every era has a weird signing to start. Look at Manchester City when they signed Robinho, who didn't even know who's signing for City, thought he was going to Chelsea. They've all got to start with a weird signing, and I think Anthony Gordon is Newcastle's weird signing. But he's a, I mean, I guess if they've got that money to spend, they've got that money to spend. He's, just such, a, he's such a distinctly average player. He's, like, he's, not, he's, he's, not, he's not bad, he's I just know. so average. And he's just got such an attitude. And I, I do you know what? If you are one of the best players in the Premier League and you've got an attitude like his, that's fair enough. Like right. Jack Grealish can be a bit of a tough. I, I don't know. I don't, but think, he I don't so, think Gordon's ever been a melt. I thought he was he's not right. seeing when he got stuffed off against Brentford. Just no. refused to shake everyone's hand, threw a water bottle on the floor. Fair enough. Still, you know, I, I just, yeah. If you're going to have an attitude like that, you've got to be a very, very good player. Yeah. But if you're sorry, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna be bad average and then throw a hissy fit when you get subbed off, yeah, fair enough. But I think Newcastle will be very happy with their season. They've got Champions League football for next campaign. I think that's crucial. That's gonna, that's gonna be interesting to see how they do. I really don't know where they're gonna sit because Jacob Murphy rocking up to the Bernabeu is just not something I envisioned in my mind. Yeah, when was the last time we saw a team get qualify for the Champions League for the first time and win it? Have we ever seen it? I don't think so. They're not gonna win Champions League. Why not? They don't have the experience or the quality. Well, can they not sign it? They've got Champions League football now to attract the best talent. They've they got all the money in the world. They, they have. They've got Anthony Gordon. Oh, God, no. Oh, if he went to Champions League, I'd just, I'd, I wouldn't watch football ever again. I, I got the stream when you're sat here watching Anthony Gordon pick up a Champions League title. No, I'll leave. I won't watch football ever again. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, there's the ultimatum at Newcastle. If you want to stop this man watching I'm football. I'm sell him now. Just... <laughs> Yeah, no, Newcastle, brilliant season. They made it to a domestic cup final. Yeah. They've got Champions League football. They've just got to make sure they maintain that going into next year. Yeah, they definitely. there's definitely some worries that maybe it's not sustainable. There's, uh, we saw towards the end of the campaign that they started to slip off a little bit more, but ultimately they were excellent this year. And I think if they continue to develop the way they are continue to invest and recruit intelligently then they can definitely push on in the coming years win some trophies win some silverware win their first trophy in what 68 years i believe it is now wow it's been a a while been a while but i think newcastle yeah i think newcastle fans deserve that and it'd be very interesting to see newcastle 
up at the top again. Yeah. Fifth place then, Liverpool. What a fall off this season. I think this is one that not a lot of people are talking about. Okay, yeah. But they have. What a fall off. Slip from second to fifth. But I think on the flip side, it's what a turnaround. Oh, of course, yeah, they're Because they look like they're in similar problems to Chelsea. They're in the, around the same area in the table. And obviously yeah. we saw how one team went out and one team went out. Well, that's the difference, out. isn't it? Liverpool stuck with their trusted manager who knew the team and he just changed the system a little bit to great I mean, they had 10 wins on the trot until they drew to Villa and then yeah. drew to Southampton. Um, <laughs> great Liverpool team that couldn't beat Southampton. But they've got still European football. Realistically, Klopp's Liverpool should absolutely waltz the Europa League. Oh, 100%. If they don't win it next year, then that's, they've decided to play Curtis Jones. So, I don't... You know, I look at yeah, this year's final versus Sevilla versus Roma, which they is tonight. Walk, they walk over both of their they, sides. They beat both, yeah, they beat both sides. Both I, think, sides I think the Europa League's going to be so exciting next year. We're going to have Liverpool and Brighton, obviously, from the Premier League. If you look at Serie A, if, it's, I think it, we're going to get some good scenes. Because at the moment, it's going to be Roma and Atalanta. Unless Roma, Roma, unless Roma, Roma yeah. win the Champions League. In which case, the Europa League spot would go to Juventus. Torino. I conference. believe. Mm. Potent- um, oh, it might go to like one yeah. of the weird leagues. Um, but there's a potential, also with one game week to go, that Juve win their game. Roma don't. And then Roma and Juve are into the yeah. Europa League. So we could be EBA, in for a bit EBA of a stacked... Rubbish. Yeah, but st- I could still see um, them recovering next season. I think yeah, it's still Liverpool. Also strong in the La Liga as yeah. well. Because they've got, well, Villarreal and Real Betis. I mean, they're not, there's no Sevilla unless they yeah. win the Europa League and then get knocked down from the Champions League. But still, I think we're going to be in for a good Europa League next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, Liverpool, this season, it didn't start great. They really struggled. Um, yeah. And where, where did that fall? What was that fall on? I think they were they struggled defensively early in the season. They've yeah. also got a very weak midfield. Liverpool Liverpool's defence has always relied on Allison making a lot of saves, Van Dijk never losing that, a duel. That's the one. And the fact they me. could just overwhelm teams that they didn't need to worry about. Fabinho Fabinho had a bad season. And that was their midfield completely gone. And, we were, say, yeah. and yes, they got a few injuries because we were looking at midfields of Elliot Jones and Henderson at one point. <laughs> Must possibly just, be worse midfield yeah. three in the Premier League. What do League any of them season? do? I swear Jordan Henderson does nothing. That's harsh on the other two. No, well, Henderson dictates tempo. He's, he's a lot. He's a leader. He's a, I get that, but he's just a boring player. We saw James Milner playing. Trent struggled first half of the season. Didn't get that many assists and just cuts. Doesn't learn to defend. And at the end um, of the season, he just like dropped twelve in like three yeah. games. And yeah, I just yeah, it didn't start great. But as you said, the system tweaked. They bought, you know, rotated a few players, a few players back from injury. They hit a brilliant run of form, got themselves back into yeah. the European places. And to only finish four points off Newcastle. Do you think Liverpool can make a serious run at the title next year? Do you think if they add... They I have don't know, to recruit midfielders. Ideal midfield three, let's say Mason Mount, Manuel Ugarte and... I was going to say Jude Bellingham, but that's not happening as ever. <laughs> He's going around Madrid. Well, you got to completely. Oh, yeah, there's true. the defensive midfielders. You just need Rotating well, Mc- them, Alexis yeah. McAllister. That is quality. is that midfield three. That is with... pro- that is possibly one of the best midfield threes in the world. Well, exactly. And you've got Thiago Alcantara to rotate into that. Fabinho to rotate into that. Does that transform Liverpool into a side that next season can make a serious go of the Champions League, especially a, a serious go of the Champions League in the league? Not, not the Champions League. I think they league, might need a little bit more up front as well because we saw Luis Diaz and Diego Jota. No, I, I don't think they do though. They got, both of them got injured this season. They've lost Firmino. Who's their backup striker? 
Although playing Nunes or Gakpo or Shorter. I forgot Nunes. They've got three options through the middle. I think the only thing they need to add is a right winger. My ideal profile would be someone like Jeremy Doku from Rennes. That's because I I think... Well, exactly. He'd be happy he to come in left, and then. play back up. If Jota um, and Luis do it, Diaz get injured. Or do you go Nunes, Gakpo? Mate, well, if you get three that. injuries in one position, then yeah. You get, you're that's, what they had, that's what I'm saying. They got, this, they got that this year. Yeah, I know, but that's that's, that's exactly that. It's just that. unfortunate. You can't have that many people <laughs> in one position. Chelsea can. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe they follow the Chelsea model, which is really working like out seven well. seven in each position, just hope for the best. If they get loads of under-21, so they don't need to register yeah. them, so maybe they should just do that. Um, but there's apparently rumours Liverpool already looking to move on Fabio Carvalho. I, think it's harsh, I feel so sorry for that bloke. I don't know why he left. He did cooked at Fulham this year. Yeah. On that left hand side. Europe, no, no, that, no, they wouldn't. Right. William was but also yeah, excellent. Liverpool, but... terrible season, but a good recovery to get Europe. Did you see Fulham buying him back? They could sell Manuel yeah. Solomon to Tottenham for like Manuel 30 Solomon, mil. Solomon, I don't know what Tottenham see in him. What do you mean? Have you not watched Solomon this year? He's been all right. He's a very good player. I suppose he's going to get William. He's a, great, he's a great player, but he. it's weird to make a signing when you don't have a manager or yeah. technical director yet. That's now the top of my Exactly. Speaking of people with now signings. I was going to say, a team that's actually well run, Brighton Hove Albion. Team of the season for me, apart from Man City. I was going to say, yeah, you can't say that when Manchester City is. Apart from Man City, it's team of the season. The way they, they brilliant. The way they lost their leader in Graham Potter, but recovered to be able to get European know, football. They must have Deserby, not the closet. Roberto really. Deserby well, was employed by Shakhtar, no? I don't know to be honest I put, I'm fairly sure it's at Shakhtar he was I mean he came in and he'd left Shakhtar in July 22 right, and so then came in for, as a free just, agent in September oh, just, so he was just he, he literally they, they must have told him we think we're going to lose Graham Potter this year so can you wait in the wings just don't take another job or oh, you yeah, just wait for another job and they a mixture on. of experience with youth with loans with brilliance with tactical masterclass it yeah. was superb they built that squad perfectly because they know that if they lose a player, they've got another one to replace. Same yeah. Alexa McAllister goes this year. Oh, dear. Who they're not eight. I was going to say. There's so many other say options. Say Quesada moves on. Well, they're going to yeah. be looking at players like Andrew Moran, who's played a couple minutes this they season. Brought they brought in Burley Gilmore. We know Mahmoud Dahoud's coming, as is James Milner. They recruit so smartly. They're now starting to move away from young players and look at some more experienced heads to fight, you know, to give them more in Europe, which I think is a very smart idea. Yeah. They, just I, I just love the contrast. Thing. You've got Adam Webster, big English geezer at the back, and you've got some 20, 20 year old South American kids yeah, up some front. Paraguayan it's brilliant. Little it's brilliant. Winger just can't. I don't know how the language barrier class. works there, but they get past. Well, they, it. I think they all speak English, mate. I guess probably. I don't think there's much of a language barrier when half the team's English and the rest will probably learn English. Because they're, so, they're so young, they've probably been brought up learning. You know. Yeah. But yeah, well, also well, no, because Brighton obviously built them in their fat little oh, yeah. talent farm, so they're just... not actually from South America. <laughs> yeah. They're lying. There's no way of like from, called Alexis is Alexis McAllister. Yeah. But yeah, it's from Argentina. They were just just brilliant, and I think they can push on. I think they will get better. Europe League next year, where will they stack up? I don't know. It depends on how well Liverpool perform. I definitely think, though, if Brighton want to win the Europa League, they've got the resource yeah. to be able to do that. It depends where... on where, whether they are fighting for more in the league than they bargained yeah, for. But... They've got brilliant fans at the Amex. It's, it's, just, so, it's just a brilliant... I think it's a really good feeling around the club. And they're lovely people. Brighton's <laughs> is such a great place. I don't think there's any sad people in Brighton. I think everyone in Brighton's quite happy. They're all just brilliant. On the seaside, go to the pier, get some chips, and then head to the Amex. 
Which isn't actually on the coast, is it? It's okay, further I don't inland. know, mate. I don't know what's going on. Bournemouth. I don't, you have no clue. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. They've had a brilliant season. Yeah. But yeah, they have been really good this season. I think they are. They need a couple more players for next season. They're already starting to make some moves, which I think are good. I think Jao Pedro is a great addition, especially if they were to lose a striker. But that does now mean yeah. that Undav and Pedro, that's a really nice rotation. I think they'll probably let Danny Welbeck go this summer if they can what find a potential suitor. He's had a good year, though. Well, yeah, he's, he's played well when I'm called upon. But yeah, I think they've been really good this year, Brighton, and deserve, he deserves his plaudits. They are yeah. probably going to miss out on Levi Cole. I don't think they'll get him back for another year. They could just buy him permanently because Chelsea yeah. are stupid. So offer him enough and Chelsea will do something dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Clearly a very good talent. Up next then, Brighton have had a great year. Another team that have had a great year and recovered from the depths is Aston I mean, Villa. I said that Liverpool had a great turnaround. This has to be one of the best turnarounds we've seen. I would just like to start by saying Gerard deserves his plaudits. Piss off. Because he... What did he do? He took a really good side and completely destroyed them for half a year. It was just stunning how bad he was. I can understand why Dean Smith struggled. Because Dean Smith, let's be honest... He wasn't employed this year. What's going on? It, yeah, no, no, but this is why they replaced him. Right. Like, he, he's not very good to be where the Villa want to be. They bought in Stephen Gerrard. Why? Well, he had some oh, experience Scottish of winning a Scottish Go League. home. Rubbish. Okay, thank you. But I, I don't want to watch Scottish League either. But I think... He, he, they wanted a good young manager. There wasn't much on, on the market at the time. I don't know. It was a weird appointment, don't get me wrong. Perslow, one of his failures. But he's been very That's successful. very rare. I don't know. Is it rare? Between Perslow and NSWE, they usually get it right. What? what? It's the thing, right? They've made some great bits of business, but also some haven't worked out. No, Coutinho at 30 mil. He did look good though when he first arrived. He's been crap, mate. He's, he's, got, he's got two he assists hasn't, hasn't in like. He so, no, he, he did run. Emery. Gerard. He's got one goal and no assists in 780 minutes of football. Yeah. You know Emery. Out. Yeah, because yeah, Gerard played him because they're mates. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I don't know. Leon Bailey hasn't exactly worked out. Nivis Buendia. Tendonka's been alright. Bubakai Kamara's been injured most of the year. Same for Diego Carlos. And that's what I'm saying. Emmy went well. That's two European quality players there that were injured for most of the season. And I think Villa will recruit more European quality players. If they, I think they would be smart to make use of free transfers, not Coutinho-esque. Like, don't go and get Di Maria or something, but because he's available, he's available on a free, and that would be the dumbest transfer that they could go for. They've got there's definitely options out there though they can go and attract the club. I mean, Rafael Guerrero would be a I fantastic. Think, I think I mean, the fact they've got Europe on the final day speaks volumes. Because it even looks like after yeah. yesterday's celebrate, but we're recording this now after Sunday. On after Sunday's game, it did look like Emmy Martinez seemed happy to stay, which will be interesting. <laughs> he smiled at the end. He's staying. No, no, no. He was like he did a whole thing and he was banging on. Whole about thing. It. He did like he had a talk. He did a talk like he was just screaming things at people. And, like, <laughs> you do know that's not a talk. Yeah, no. We don't no. do that on a TED talk. Some <laughs> bloke comes on the stage and just starts screaming. But I guess, you know, they've got to tempt players like him to stay. Conferencey was yeah. brilliant. You know Emery. We know he's got the minerals. We've seen what he did at you know, Villarreal and that. He's got the minerals to win the Conference League. Oh, 100%. That competition is the weirdest competition in the world. As long as you avoid Fiorentina, I mean, you're fine. Villa trounced Fiorentina or West Ham this season. Well, it, it would be Juventus. 
in the Conference League from the Serie A at the moment, which would be a bit of a banana. That would be a good game, though, I think. Well, I don't know. It depends whether Juventus actually do well, something next year or whether they have any money. Well, exactly. I don't really know what's going on at Juventus. <laughs> yeah. If Juventus is still a football club come August, they could face a bit of a problem next season. I'll be honest, I don't know who's in the Conference League from the other leagues. It's not. No one cares. It's yeah, Conference League. But yeah, no. I, I think Villa, what a turnaround. Emery yeah. came in, changed the tactic, played this brilliant 4-4-2 system. It... it it was a really strong season from Villa, which and it looked like it was going to be relegation. I do, I do just think they need to score more. They do, and Ollie Watkins was great. He had a well, he had a purple patch. Yeah, and then he kind of. Well, how many how many did Watkins season. score this season? Well, he scored in the last day of the season. Though. How many? Did he, how I many? can't remember. Sixteen. No. Thirteen. Maybe. But Aston Villa scored just fifty-one goals this season. Now that's bet. Well, I mean, even Leicester scored fifty-one this season. And and Aston Villa have conceded forty six. So I know, obviously, a lot of those goals conceded, and the fact that Oli Watkins got fifteen. Yeah, I wasn't far off them. My sixteen. Same as Odegaard, same as Jesus. That's what I'm saying. He had a really good run of form. I think Aston Villa. It's been two seasons, really. But also, the, the problem is, is you have Watkins on fifteen. And then the next one yeah. is Jake Ramsey on six, who has been brilliant towards the end of the season. I, I think they'll need to add another forward if they're going to play four four two next season. I mean, Emery said he wants an experienced striker to challenge Ollie Watkins. Who would you see as a sort of perfect <sighs> addition to this Villa Benzema. side? I mean, that would be all right. Be quite good, wouldn't it? That would be, be decent. <laughs> Don't think it's going to happen, no. but um, shoot for the stars. If you fail, you fall upon a cloud. We'll end up Mariano. <laughs> yeah, that's not a cloud, Harry. That's just <laughs> hell. Um, that's in, in your favourite stars. What, what do you that... think of like a Luka, Luka Lo... What do you think of Luka Jovic? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I I think yeah, he was he's done one, well for he was, No, he was a one season wonder. What, Jovic. Oh, I think he shouldn't have gone to Real Madrid of all clubs. He was brilliant. At, was it Frankfurt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Alaire, both he of them. Was brilliant. And then he had to ray out. I don't know what happened to him. Was hey. he shot? Was he like kicked out? He scored six goals and 16 starts in the Serie A this season. That's not bad. He scored... How many has he got in the Europa League? That's going to be like none, isn't it? That's <laughs> yeah. going to be really... <laughs> God, really got none. But he's had an all right year. Yeah. I, think, I think Villa will recruit well. They've got the money. Uh, it's, uh, no, there's a conference league they're in, right? Six yeah. goals, six starts. Mm, fair enough. 12 games, he's... He doesn't start a lot. I mean, it does like Villa are interested in doing quite a bit of business. They're linked with a lot of players in the Spanish league. Yeah, obviously. Um, you know, Emery. Given Emery's Emery connections, that makes like, sense. Yeah. But I, I think they'll recruit well. Villa will be a, a drive because this is seventh with the start of the season they had. If they're going to have full yeah. campaign under Emery, who knows? Maybe a league title. Right, that's the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> Now, from a team that's very well run and has had a very good season to a team that's not well run and has a terrible season, Tottenham Hotspur are the topic of our conversation How now. How did they only finish a point, a point off European football? They were woeful. They were genuinely, absolutely mate, rubbish. Ta- Kane scored 30 goals, that's how they did it. If you take Genuinely, if you take Kane's goals out They're of the side... They'd have scored 40, which is worse than Leeds, worse than Leicester, only four better than Southampton, only six better than Everton, two better than Forest, I know you'll worse go, than oh, West Ham. Well, they would have another strike that scored goals. Richardson doesn't score 30 goals. He scored like three and they're all no, offside. Obviously, if they sell Kane, they'd probably go get a striker better than Richardson. But 
I think Kane will leave this summer. Quite they frankly, were, he's they carried were, they them were, to eight. They were awful. They were yeah. absolutely awful. They were abysmal. They were, they were rubbish. It's 63. It's so many words to describe them. 63 goals conceded this year. That defence. Southampton, Southampton only conceded 10 more. So Sorry, I looked at so the Newcastle game. What was it? It was Lorries. what, Davies, Longley, Dyer? They tried to play a back four. And they brought in Pedro Porro. They started Porro, Romero, Dyer, Perisic. They started two wing, a winger and a wing, a wing back as set, as fullbacks. They started Dyer in a fair, two, and they had Larice on the pitch. Was in the season and looked good at wing back. Yeah, because he's a wing. He's a great yeah. wing back. You can't play him at fullback. Christian Romero, how on earth he's won the World Cup? I do not know. He's the most car crash centre half ever. <laughs> Genuinely, Eric Dyer just have a yellow is card rubbish. We can't play in a two, obviously, but yeah, he's not great. Long late. <sighs> Is he a footballer? How how I don't, he's, I don't he played for Barcelona at one point. Yeah. Laurie's flappy hands. He's won two World Cup. He knows one one. No, I was just saying. What no, other one did he win? I don't know. I thought he won two. Ra- uh, final finalist in twenty twenty two, of course, but yeah, didn't win it. Fraser Forster was a backup. Which... Won a Euros. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did they win? It. No, they lost no, the Euros no, to no, Portugal no, in no, the final. Did, <laughs> but just. Son was off the boil. Skip, yeah. Skip and Pape Sar were playing in midfield too at one point. Yeah, that's a weird... Four different managers. Weird system this year for Tottenham. But they did win 4-1 on the Conte. final day. So is that something... Three different managers. They played Conte. a 4-4-2 on the final day. Taking the leaf out of Emery's book. Yeah, Porro as a right midfielder. They did play goal assist. They did and Leeds are crap. But if you ignore that for but, a moment, park that at the so, door. Yeah. Not a good final day of the season. Three different managers. Ryan Mason keeps ending up with the internet job. He's never going to get it. My worry. Well, could you is... see him permanently next year? Because who is going yeah, there? Who the? Arnie Schlott turned him down to stay at final. Celtic Nagelsmann has preferred to be unemployed. Foster Cogley staying in the Scottish League over top. Like, <laughs> is anyone going to join at this point? They get, I think it, they will be stuck with Ryan Mason. They haven't got a sporting director. They haven't got any good footballers apart from Harry Kane. Oh, they, yeah. Leave. No, their sporting director's been done for financial doping. Evidently not with Tottenham because they've done nothing. <laughs> like Levy still doesn't want to spend any up. money and doesn't want to sell Kane. They're in big trouble. They are. They are. Not in big just trouble. to get alarm bells ringing if they lose Harry Kane and they don't bring in another world class striker to replace him. But who's what world class striker is going to come to a team in New Europe? Exactly. They've got to go and get a youngster who they've got to then hope does something. Could they be outside the top 10 next year like Chelsea have been this year? Oh, potentially, yeah. It depends. Could they go down? They might not have a manager at this point. <laughs> I would not put it past top. I mean, they haven't got a manager and they lose Kane. If they lose Kane, there's a good chance that they struggle <laughs> to stay up next year. They'll yes. be City at home. But apart from that... <laughs> yeah, they'll pick up three points. It's a big worry for Tottenham. They need. Then yeah. I don't know what. I genuinely I don't know what suggested to do better next year. Yeah. Well, we're going to do more in-depth dives into every side this summer. So look out for those podcasts. Did the same thing last year. Tottenham, if you want to go we back. We might be for like five hours. Genuinely, that we thought today would be the longest episode we've ever yeah. done. All up there with the Christmas specials. I mean, that will be can't much do longer. A Tottenham rebuild. There's so no, much. You to can. Rebuild. You've got to sell everything. Yeah. Got, there's nothing to work with. Norris <laughs> gone. Forster gone. Perisic gone I don't know where they start next season yeah. you've just got to basically tear it all up and they, Tottenham need an identity because they had one under Poch which worked for a few years then they started to tear off they haven't had an identity since they've sort of played a three back at times 
I saw this weird. Yeah, Poch has gone to their rivals, Chelsea now, which is just and probably going to win like loads of trophies. Who are in a much worse position? So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Tottenham have no pull at all. And no one wants to work with Daniel Levy because they've literally yeah. heard Jose Mourinho in the press say the other day, Mr. Levy uh, basically is a massive wanker. <laughs> that might as well have been what he said. He but, said he doesn't care the club. Conte yeah. did everything in his power to get sacked. Mate, bloke faked having like a problem and an illness just to not turn up. Stellini nah. tried his best. And then... Cause, yeah, Conte was like, off for a bit right he had, he had surgery <laughs> in Italy back. Came back for a game and, and then just stopped turning up I don't know and then when he came back his team drew 3-3 Southampton and he was just like we're rubbish yeah, I we can't are. do this anymore this is the worst of a match but yeah god mental season so yeah. far for Tottenham I'm not so, so far it's done yeah, now so. it's been mental it's going to be interesting to see where they end up next year on the opposite spectrum then Tottenham one end failing Brentford at the other Doing quite well. It's a question of what if for Brentford. If Ivan Tony was, if Ivan Tony hasn't been banned, what, what, so he could play the th- final three games. Maybe they'd have got. No, he didn't play the final few, did he? That's because he injured, not because he was banned. Oh yeah. He only missed the final two or three, I think. I think it's maybe this season was good. And they won against City without that. I have a big question mark over next year. I They've think lost a 20 yeah, goal exactly. season strike. Kevin Shard has not replaced Kevin Shard has that. been absolutely rubbish this season when he stepped in. Yeah, or as Harry was calling on Sunday, Shade. And Buemo's good, but he cannot replace Tony's goals. Yeah. They definitely need to buy a David striker. Ryer is could leave. Could they? Yeah, I was going to say. There's, they've got to hold on to him. There's a worry for Brentford next year. I don't think they lose anyone else though. I don't. I don't think Frank on I'm not saying they worry about going down. I just don't think they'll be top ten. I don't know. I think they could. Our oh, Tottenham could fall away, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if Tottenham are relegated, that leaves Chelsea only two spots. Yeah. Sheffield United are guaranteed to break the Derby points record. So that leaves one. Luton could be. A bit... I'm pissed off, mate. Luton are gonna be absolutely oh, fine. No, they're not. If Everton aren't down there again, Forest, Bournemouth, Luton will be absolutely dandy, mate. I think Luton Forest and Brentford will switch, but also to Elton I could see Fulham falling off. Speaking of which, quick move on, but Brentford, I don't it's know, not, they've had a good campaign, yeah. it's nothing... The fact they're only like a couple of points yeah. off... Um, I say it's nothing special, but that, it's just because... Four we're, points we're, off conference. We're used to it. What do you mean, four points off conference? Three points. Two, two points. Two points off conference. That's the conference league. That's huge. Good season. Three points off Europa League. Of Brighton. Brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. When we speak about Brighton as one of the best teams of the season, yeah, we don't yeah. speak about Brentford in that manner. Yeah, but true. it's because we've sort of become used to them just being good. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I think next year, I don't know if they're going to push I think forward. Brentford, Brentford have been mid-table for, since they've joined the Premier League. But they've they got could, to maintain that next move, year. I think they could move backwards, but we'll find out. Another okay, team I think will move backwards. Move I think Fulham could do the same thing. Yeah, Fulham have arrived their luck this season. If you look at expected performance this season, they've really underperformed. They they've have. really overperformed. Sorry, they have. They rely on Mitrovic a lot. It didn't help. He got banned for twelve games for pushing a referee. That's never helpful, is it? But so expected performance. If we sort by that, it has Fulham as sixteenth in the Premier League. They have overformed their expected points by 12.76. And my worry is if Mitrovic is injured or he dies to push a ref again. Um, it's the biggest overperformance in the league, by the way. Yeah. Fulham this season. I do worry for Fulham. Because Will Willian's good. Willian is good. They could lose Solomon. Yeah. They could lose a couple more players. Without Mitro, they're not a football club. They've proven that. 
he, he got sent off mm. for being a bit of an idiot. And it's just what Vitro does, is it? It's just what Vitro does. Yeah. But it's it's worrying for Fulham and Brentford next year. I think they've Leno's got them out of quite a few sticky situations. I think they've definitely got to improve on personnel next year. Yeah. Because yeah, if you look at their goals this season, Mitrovic got fourteen. Then it's Vinicius and William on five. Yeah, I'm so, Pereira had a good year. Pereira did well, to be fair. Jalpin has got to stop kicking people. Valinia's well, been magnificent. He has, but 14 yellow cards. That's, what, that's the role they need him to play, though. But sorry, they got they three red cards in one kicking. game, plus 14 yellows there. They must have had a lot of fines. They're just vibing, mate. All their money's gone to the FA. <laughs> yeah. They can't afford any transfers. They've Mark Silva got banned a few FA. times this year. Yes, I think we've yeah. got to mention st- with Tottenham, Stellini sent out all his rage just trying to fight people. Right, uh, genuinely, so much has happened at Tottenham, it's impossible to yeah. cover all of it. But Marcus Silva, I think he's a really good coach. I think if you give him some talent to work with, I mean, look at this season. They've not got the most talented squad, but no. he's used their best players. He's got everything out of their best players. Palinja's had a fantastic uh, year. Take- Mitrovic has scored 14 goals and been suspended for eight. Well, eight matches at least. He's probably been yeah. at some other point for yellow cards. It's just ridiculous. I take my hat off to him because I didn't think he was very good at Hull or Evan. Oh right, I thought you meant Mitrovic. Like, well, oh, no, I thought we Hull. I missed that bit in Mitrovic's <laughs> career. I didn't think he was very good at Hull or Evan, and he'd gone to. Fulham I thought he was magnificent at Hull. No, he wasn't yeah. at Hull. He was at Hull, wasn't he? Watford, no. No Hull. Let's have a look. He was at both. Oh. He was at Hull. Well, any Watford manager looks rubbish. He was at Hull for half a year, and then Watford went and got him for half a year. And then he got sacked. Yeah, he did get, he did get sacked. He went to Everton. Well, Watford had started so strong in that 2017 campaign, You 2017-18 campaign. Don't know if any people remember that, but they started really strong. Then rumours started to emerge that Everton wanted him and stuff, and... It, they, yeah. He lost his head and then they started to slip away. He was then sacked in January and moved to Everton in May. Where he was fine and he lasted a year and a half. Which for an Everton manager in recent times yeah. is pretty decent. But he's always been a really good coach. We saw that in his days at Sporting. Yeah. And I think now he can, at Fulham he can start to really build something. We'll see how they go. Whether we top 10 next year. I think Leno's had a really good year. I think the defence yeah. is possibly one of the worst in the Premier League. Yeah. I don't think having defense, you know, Tim Ream's good, but Shane Duffy, Tozen under a bite, it's a deal. I don't know, man. They need to improve. Their midfield is poor. They've got Andreas Pereira, they've got Xiao Palinja, and they've got vibes. Like, And then forwards, <laughs> as soon as Solomon, William, and Mitrovic are injured, you're looking at Dan James and Niskan's Cabano. So, yeah. They definitely need to bolster their squad next year, but if they can make use of freeze, maybe they can pick up a loan or two. They can definitely. You know, optimize their performance, yeah. maximize their performance, and potentially get, I don't know, that conference league spot, or just for them getting around the same sort of position. They finished 10th this year. I think they take dropping down to 12th. That's still a really yeah. good year for Fulham. Just maintain themselves in the Premier League another year and then build from there. In Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace and P11. In, this has been a weird season. It got tough. Mate, they conceded more than they've scored. And when and the going still got tough, Chelsea. Vieira got going. And they sort of stay shoved him out the door. He got gone. Yeah, he got gone. Um, they brought in Roy Hodgson. They did. I do that. think they this was them worried about getting relegated. And Roy Hodgson, not only has he kept them up, but he's kept them up by a long shot. They've played some really nice football. <sighs> they have. I just think obviously if he sticks around next season, that's mental. He's he's, he isn't. Yeah. Well, I, I remember seeing that he said that, and then Palace were trying to convince him to stay. 
I don't think he needs to just let him rest <laughs> let it, he's Retire, done it he's hodgy. finished yeah come on the pod call it a day Roy come talk to us instead <laughs> yeah but Crystal Palace I think they it's going to be interesting to see the direction they take next year because this season they have had ups and downs I think if they'd stuck with Vieira and had Vieira now going into next season I would be a lot more confident yeah. about their long term future I would say if they butcher this managerial appointment if I they do, were to lose yeah. either Elise or Eze maybe Zaha as well similar to Brentford and Fulham they could see themselves slipping backwards a little bit yeah especially if sides below them are more ambitious have already got you know managers in place ready to go for next season and I, I just look, think I, they I could think, butcher this appointment I, I, I even look at like Vincent like, compare them to Burnley yeah and I think just Burnley look better long term well, definitely long term, but they don't. Burnley don't have much talent right now for the here and now in the Premier League. Exactly but right. if they can add a couple more players, they yeah. can definitely do some yeah, that, stuff. Yeah, like Palace, good year, but they have to. Th- I, I do have my concerns yeah. going into next season. It's these three teams that finish mid-table: Brentford, Fulham, Palace. Thought, I worry. Thoughts on their new shirt? Thoughts on the new shirt though? I've seen it. It's the looks like FC. Oh Richmond. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'll rate it a lot of people don't like it but I don't mind it's just they put two different football shares the same together a massive downgrade but I would say yeah Yeah. Palace downgrading kit could be a downgrading form position I don't think they'll get relegated I don't think why not oh that's a good shot is Elise and Eze good enough enough? or could they lose them I think Everton have proven this year that a couple and Forrest uh, Everton will just keep crossing the Tarkovsky they've proven that a couple players can be the difference I think this year has been very fortunate for clubs like Forrest Bournemouth West Ham because in a normal year 38, 39, 40 points you're very much a lot closer to relegation than 14, 15 and 16 I'm not Leeds Leicester I worry for they've got to be careful next year they've got to bring in the right manager indeed and I think I ha- they've got a history of Don't terrible Frank appointment. Back. Frank de Boer, bloody hell. That was poor, weren't it? But that's the problem. I could see them going for like someone Alan completely... Pardew. They won't go Alan Pardew. They're not completely stupid. But I could see them going like... Alf- is it Alfred Schroeder, the guy that got sacked by Ajax? Can't remember. That's just terrible, terrible at his job. Managed to lose the league with Ajax. <laughs> that's like... That's a challenge in itself, just to lose grassier. it with them. No, Scott is, Parker. They're not going to get Scott Parker. I could if they pick up like Graham Potter, that is fantastic. Where did Harson who all go? Germany, probably. I think he's pretending the Premier League's done. Probably. Could, what, what, that what's to taste go up to? Is that a potential pickup for really Palace? No, what he's doing right now, he's probably asleep. What right now? Yeah. Oh, I'll ask him. Dominica to go. Oh, he's Belgian manager, isn't he? Forgot that. Oh, he got sacked by Leipzig. Forgot that happened. Oh, I knew. Yeah, obviously, but I he's Belgian know. manager. Oh, right. I forgot. That's 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 pretty cool, that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. What's my uh, what's Martinez up to then? Roberto. Oh, he's Portugal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the old Portugal manager <laughs> going on a hunt now? I don't remember. I can't remember his yeah. name. Santos. Palace, they've got to be careful. Oh, here he is, Fernando Santos. What a guess. He's the Polish manager. <laughs> Who's the next Polish manager? <laughs> Um, who cares I'm never going to find yeah. out am I right moving on <laughs> to yeah. a team that because we've spent about three teams we think could go backwards next year I don't year. want to see this that. We're, we're just going to jump to right. 13 let's, so. first, let's first start abhorrent season yeah, for Chelsea <laughs> just shit we've well, got 38 goals Harlem's got nowhere near enough <laughs> defensively weren't horrific but 
Still not great. Defensively, we're one of the best teams in the league. With 12, can't say that. 47 goals conceded. If we didn't shit four at United in the penultimate game, then we would have been up there with Arsenal conceded 43 this season, United 43. It's just that City only conceded 33 and Newcastle only conceded 33. We conceded yeah. the same amount as Liverpool, only one more than Aston Villa, six less than Brighton, so many less than Tottenham did. <laughs> like, defensively, we're good. We have to score goals. We need a striker. We need a creative midfielder. Right, we need a defensive midfielder. Put the brakes on buying anyone before sell, 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 sell. Look, mate, Car we have four, sale. forty-five first Get them players. Half forty-five. Get rid of fifteen. Ten, Wait, fifteen. When we do our how to build Chelsea for next season, sell, sell, just sell, everyone. Sell. They've got to go. Lose their head. Ziyech, Pulisic. Yeah. Maybe Havertz. Mm, yeah Lukaku he is number one priority sell him for buy one get one free do, let's do that well you, if you buy Lukaku <laughs> the thing you get Ziyech the, the thing with Lukaku is he counts as homegrown at club I don't care what he counts at he could count I, I, I he might give us five extra points I don't want him <laughs> mate five extra points is a lot I could give us just to sit in the reserves yeah you can stay but no have to sell 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 Pochettino coming in we know he's good. He, we know he's a good manager of Tottenham. Look how close he came oh to a God, Champions League. He, he gave second in the Premier League and a Champions League final with Tottenham. He did come second, did he? Yeah, to Leicester. No, they came third, mate. They bottled it to Arsenal on the final day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Because they lost the Battle of the Bridge to Chelsea. The I'll be honest. That, yeah. I, 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 Poch could rock up to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium next year and absolutely bite at Tottenham. Yeah. Especially if they've got Ryan Mason. I think Chelsea could have one of the best they've got in Joe Shields they've got in the bright back people in the back room they've got in Pochettino if bring in the right people Chelsea can be very good I don't think they'll be near the league title no I don't know though no I don't think they will the only reason don't get me wrong I know I sound delusional for people watching at home so don't you know just speaking purely theoretically but if we had Manuel Ugarte and we had a striker I don't know what stops us from winning other do than Man City. Have, do <laughs> we have the mentality though from last year? We're gonna need a shift in confidence. Know. We're gonna need a shift. We're gonna have that, to hit that the ground. Should right happen then. with Parch. It should. He's gonna have four, uh, three months before the season now to get his style implemented. If I had an estimation to motivate Chelsea, the players, it would. Uh, I, I, I would say. I mean, it sounds a bit delusional, but I think we'll be top four. Has to be top four. I think obviously I want to see a striker on DM, but if we add. You know, Ugarte and a striker. Why can't we challenge yeah. it? I wouldn't be too fair. I wouldn't be too disappointed with. So saying, if next year was a rebuild year, we got Europa League. Maybe you take a domestic cup as well. Then the year after that, you win the Europa League, get Champions League football. Maybe take again another domestic yeah. cup with you. I feel like Chelsea need a trophy next year. Make a statement. Win yeah, something next year. Back and that Poch can win trophies because he failed at PSG. We've not seen him in soccer age yet. So he may yeah. win that and then show that actually he's he's in business. So that that will be a big. But I look at if he can get prime, I, I look not at it, prime. I, I think I genuinely think he's managed the two hardest clubs to manage in the world. What Tottenham and PSG? PSG, you've got so many different egos there. It's hard to watch. Tottenham are just complete shit. So I'd probably put like the Qatari national team up there. You'd probably get just, but, <laughs> but that was exactly my point. Yeah, 
your life's on the line. But other than that, if, I'd if say, he can yeah. get to a Champions League final with Tottenham, no, Potts can win something with Chelsea. Yes. Wolves. Not weird. Just, just... They're so bad. How are they 13th? They're just... They're not... I was like, oh, they're so They're just crap. meh. They're so meh. <laughs> they lost 5-0 on the last day to Arsenal. And they lost 6-0 to Brighton's B-side. But then they just they just pick up points that they need to. Sars are good enough goalkeeper to get them by. They brought in Lopetegui. They sacked... Dawson is their defence. The rest of them are... I think people forget they mm. sacked Lager at the start of the season and brought in Lopetegui. Yeah, that's the, the fact they've got Lopetegui and still have done nothing. He's, he's won Europa Leagues. Like, Matthias Nunes is a baller, Xiao Gomez is a baller, Could Neves is class. got to be careful. And this is, again, similar to Palace and Fulham, if they lose a couple of players, they could be in a bit of danger. They've also got a sort of striker. Jimenez is leaving on a free. Costa is... I love the bloke, but he's not good enough. enough. Neither's Huang, no. Pedro Neto, everyone put him in their FPL teams week one because he was like 4.5 mil. He notched up just two assists Does he keep getting this campaign. Him? Yeah. Sasa Kalejic, I thought Rubbish. he might be better he than is, he was. He he's one, played one game. Right. He he's played injured. 45 minutes against Southampton on the 3rd of September. He has been out all year. Okay, I won't With an ACL much, injury yeah. since okay, September. It's so it's quite, it's all hard to judge. Yeah. Matthias Cunha has been distinctly average. He started just two games, not shot two assists through yeah, just such minutes. a mess football club. Yeah. There's nothing interesting about Wolves. Not really, no. They're just they just signed Portuguese. And I think people. going into next season they could be right. In terms of this season, Mid-table. How on earth, though, did they finish 13th? Like, they are another benefactor of the fact that everyone was so crap in the well, bottom I think eight. teams like this got to be careful because the teams we're about to talk about will come back next season swinging. 14th in the Premier League, West Ham United. This is a team that have got big things to do next year. If they win the Conference League. They were off the boil, but they're in the Conference League final. If they win that, they're in the Europa League. They have to bounce back in the league. They are good enough for European Man, football. We're going to have eight teams in Europe next season if West Ham win that. The worry is for West Ham is Declan Rice. Why? If they lose him, they have to replace him with someone of equal amount of quality. Yeah, obviously. I think he is so good at what he does. He dictates tempo, yeah. he's a, he carries the ball really well, he's a great tackler, a great interceptor, he's just your perfect DM. And you don't replace him. You sell him for Andrew Mill, you cannot replace him as West Ham. Because you're not going to get Manuel Ugarte, but you, you can get a good DM though. And I think that's crucial. West Ham, they need to take whatever they can get for Rice this summer. I think they, they, you've got to get rid of him now, unfortunately, for the Hammers. You've got to get rid of him. And then you just use that money, you rebuild your side. I think there's a lot that needs to be done at West Ham this summer, but if they get the right recruitment, if they sign the right players, they if they to. if Moyes identifies but the right sort of profiles and targets, they can definitely do well. People have to step up. Yeah. Bowen was good, but he, I've seen better from him. Skamaka did nothing this year. Bowen had Antonio, a weird season. Antonio wasn't too great. Uh, defensively, they weren't... Tilo Kaira was horrific. Um... <laughs> Nay Bagwas, probably. You know, Kurt Zoom's got to stop kicking cats. It's uh, they just got Danny. Wait, Ings. that was this season. I know, it? yeah, I know. Ridiculous. Dan T Fair, Schematic's been injured. Danny Ings is a great pick up. Mm, twenty mil though for a thirty-year-old who scored fifteen goals in fifty-four appearances for Aston Villa. Yeah, then you look at his Southampton career. Thirty-eight, and thirty-eight and seventy-four. <laughs> Too bad. He he averages a goal every other game for Southampton and a goal every. Five matches. 
four matches for Aston Villa. I was going to say. Yeah. And then three goals in 22 games for West Ham. Yeah, maybe he's not a great 1,500 minutes, eight goals maybe, this I season. Villa are on the better side of that Obviously, bit. that's from two... It was twenty mil, weren't it, the signing? Yeah, but yeah, I think he's a he's a good player, and was helpful in the fight for just five. But ultimately, striker is a position they've struggled. Antonio was never a striker; he was just but, did had a good run of form at the start. This of last is year. the huge thing. I think this is why this is cost them in the league. Is when they've, they've been fighting in Europe and domestically, they do not have the squad depth or the quality rotation for that. And if they're in the Europa League no. next season, they've got to buy rotation. But they've got unlucky as well. They're what? Is that five listed midfielders? That's five, yeah. And I don't see Rice staying. That's I don't think Suchek. Has, he's had a struck. He's well. He's done better recently. Be had a tough down, start. I don't rate that highly. I think he's good. How I think he's he? a fine player. How old? Twenty-one. Twenty-four. Okay, well, I thought he was younger than he was, but yeah, yeah Lucas Paqueta. They've got unlucky with because he's clearly incredibly talented mm. and he's just not performed and then Lanzini is dependable but he's not a central midfielder so so that's all five of the midfielders that are the problem they've got two midfielders yeah. and Downs as a backup that is their midfield Paqueta is more advanced Lanzini is more advanced I don't know they're lucky they've stayed up but they picked up points they needed to at the end of the yeah. season they turned up they got a point at Arsenal they beat the teams they needed to beat yeah, well we said we talked about this on the final day because like Declan Rice should not have been starting that game. No. Because you need to be rushing up for the conference league. Who do they play game. there? Connor Coventry? Where is he? Where is he for He's that? out on loan. Okay, you can't play Connor Coventry. Probably. I don't know. I, well, think sold him, I, know. I was going to say They got lucky there. this year. I think they'll be better next year, though. Oh, I, they recruit well. I don't know. I really don't know. Because everything from their recruitment so far suggests they just buy flashy players. Yeah. They just buy based off goal scoring charts. I mean... Skamaka is a f- okay. Was a good signing at the time. He had a good season with Sassuolo last year. He's not performed at all. They need to be focusing on proven prem players, and they need mm-hmm. to build a good side, or they're going to struggle next year. Isn't and it? with Oops. less crap in the league, they're probably yeah. going to drop down. Fifteenth, Bournemouth. They d- Gary Neal. Gary O'Neill take deserves. No, don't take your. He doesn't have to take his hat off. We take our hats off to oh, yeah, him so. because he does so many plaudits. He's not been given any of his flowers for what he just that he deserves from the season. Parker is quite honestly one of the worst managers we've and, seen in the Premier League in a long time. But it's hard though when you've got the worst Premier League team possibly in history, probably only <laughs> ball, Derby worse. But Gary O'Neill somehow they've done all right. But this is what I was saying earlier: how a couple players mentioned Dom Solanke, Philip Billing. And so Philip Billing's a quality player. Neto in goal. Neto was a good pickup in January, and Solanke is fine. Marcus Tavernier did a shift. Yeah. At times, they had a few players. Van Gogh Tara as well cooked towards the end of the yeah. year as well. Six goals, five assists, and eighteen appearances. And that's the thing with Bournemouth, and that's what going over. They might be the best squad, but their mentality is perfect. They picked up wins where they needed to. He's fully started every single game since he joined the club. By the way. <laughs> Big up Dango Atara, but he's been excellent for them. But pickups like that are so good. Yeah. And I think if they can build on that, there's a chance to start next year. It's going to be difficult because they have, again, they're another benefactor. We keep saying this, but they're another yeah. benefactor of the fact that Leeds, Leicester, Southampton, Everton all having terrible And I look at the three teams coming up, I think Burnley could be clear of it. Sheffield United. If they, gen- if they win a game, that would be mental. If they don't finish 
who said, I know someone else said this, uh, but if they don't, because Pitbull wrote Born Fourth, didn't they? They released that video saying, oh, look at all this. I thought, yeah, the Bournemouth yeah. one where everyone predicted them last and then they finished 15th. But honestly, yeah. if Sheffield United don't finish 20th, I will buy a Sheffield United shirt. Final day of the, straight, final day of the season straight. Yeah. If okay. They... Well, scenes then, if, if Sheffield United... Then yeah, 19th going <laughs> on the final day. Fair enough. All right. But yeah, born for a season. I don't know if they'll improve for next year. I think there's just got to be work done this summer. But if their recruitment's as good as it's been and, throughout this year, yeah. they could definitely do stuff. And I look at teams like Palace, Wolves, who'll probably get worse. They've got they've got to replace Jefferson Lerma though. Because that's, that's a big a ma- part of yeah, their team yeah. they're losing for absolutely that's nothing. A massive, massive loss. The fact they didn't see that last summer and sell him is mental to me. Or like, give him a new contract. Well, I'm guessing he didn't want to sign one. <laughs> Would Probably be not. my prediction there. I think you could make the downgrade though. What, from Bournemouth to Palace? Yeah, but yeah. I think Palace could be down there next year. In the dog Palace team. have more talent and they're more likely to get yeah. a good manager. Alright. If they get a terrible manager, but obviously they're struggling. In terms of reviewing this season, Bournemouth have been good. Indeed. Nottingham Forest are another team that have done well. 16th in the league. Again, they've. I think they've done well and they deserve their points for staying up. But again, they are. Similar to Bournemouth, they've got a couple good players, and they've picked up points. They've got the right mentality. Mm. They've picked up points they need to. They've got to score some more goals. They've got to stop shipping goals. But at home, they are brilliant. That home atmosphere at the City Ground is is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you know that not Forest by the way have scored ten less goals than Leeds. Conceded ten less, so that's helped them. But ultimately, they have to score more goals next season. They've got to get. Okay. I mean, if Awanee carries this late season form into next yeah. year, he'll he'll challenge hard. He's shown he is a golden. He's, he's shown he is a capable enough striker. I think they've genuinely. Gibbs, we spoke about other teams need to improve next year. Do not make a signing. Maybe one, but they're good enough. You to, can't make another full scale change. I, and this is why this is why I worry for the teams that we've already talked about because they're they they goalkeeper. Up. They do have to sign. A, they've got no goalkeeper unless they get Kieran Avas back. Well, he's been on loan this season, hasn't he? But. Because he was quality. He's yeah, quality. If you can get him back, but you've definitely got to get a backup because Wayne Hennessy's not a great backup. Or Henderson on a permanent. I mean, Wayne or... Hennessy came on that. Can't wish for a game. Either Navas or leads. Henderson as a. But yeah. Permanent yeah. is a good no, bit of business. They were. I think next season they can really push on. Renan Lodi. They've got the biggest squad in the world, by the way. Like, no, it's it the Chelsea squad. just doesn't stop. <laughs> just, uh, I mean, because no, Chelsea, obviously, their yeah, lone army yeah. isn't on football. But this is just. Bowen is good, maybe a backup. Chris Wood, to be fair, as a backup isn't too horrific. Um, yeah. Well, Dennis field, as well, they'll probably you, sell, yeah. won't they? But you've got Scarpa, you've got Gibbs White, you've got so many players that can cook. Remo Froyler's yeah. even, I mean, how the get hell... Get rid of Jack Colback, get rid of Jesse Lingard. Yates has been mint, Danilo's yeah. been quality. They did some bit, some great business Don't last summer. Joe Shelby's there. But he's a good... So Andre, are you? He's played... 11 games that is Andre I didn't even know he was there when did he get there he's played 30 he's 13 starts one sorry one start 13 games 307 minutes have not seen that bloke no. this year he's, I'm convinced that's lying to me because he's not been there he joined he's in February how sad <laughs> he joined in February mate he's, that's what it didn't happen during the window oh yeah oh, well that's not allowed I if he was um, released by us but then like Neko Williams at the back Maybe they do need to improve defensively. Who is Gwilian Biancani? I don't know. I found him for the manager when I managed Forest. Uh, came came yeah, from no. Troy. Get the squad a little bit smaller. 
upgrade defensively near the Stop top. Stop employing Andre Ayew. <laughs> and Jesse Lingard and, and Jack back. John Joe Shelby. Shelby's fine. Don't disrespect John Joe right. Shelby. Big table next year. I think they should be in Steve Cooper's a capable yeah. manager. Because if they hold on to Gibbs White, yeah. Awanee, Brennan Johnson, then I mentioned Brennan Johnson. Um, I think they're good enough to stay out next year. Yeah, what's Johnson done this season? Eight goals, three assists, debut Prem season. Not That's bad. That's decent. That's very decent. Like a good year, isn't he? He's also played every single match. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. He's now 38. He's now 38 matches, 33 of them starts. Brilliant. So, yeah. Well done, Johnson. But, yeah, a good season for Forrest. I think they can build on that next year. Cooper's a good manager. There's a good feel around the club. I just don't know about next season. They've got to... Continue this upwards trajectory. They've got to well, score more points and they've got to score more goals. I think, I think at home, if they can like take points from 50% of their home games, they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. 17th then, Everton. Everton. How could they keep doing this? How could they keep when surviving by the skin of their teeth? Genuinely, though, they're like the most fortunate club in the world. They've last season, last year. season they were four points ahead of the relegation zone in the final day. This season, they, they went. They survived thanks to... Crap. Well, yeah, thanks to a late, late goal. They took a late, yeah. late goal for them. Well, not late. Not too They're in the relegation zone late. for like 60% of the game on the final Yeah, for well, 50, 57 minutes. And then yeah, they could relax after that. But ultimately, they weren't good enough this season. I, Sean Dyche has said they need to be better next year. They've got to sign a striker because Calvert-Lewin plays five matches a season. Neil Malpay hasn't got the ability to finish. Oh. Ellis Sims is has not very good. You've got to buy a striker. You, you, how you can sell Richarlison after getting relegated, after replace always getting relegated, and not, and not replace him is mental yeah, You look for the me. team, Pickford's adequate. He'll be fine. Yeah. Defensively, they're solid. Mikalenko, Mikalenko, Tarkovsky, yeah, Keane, Patson when he's fit. Who's the other centre half? Not Tarkovsky, it's Tarkovsky and Mina, Keane. There's another one. Cody. Cody. He's on loan, isn't he? Yeah, presumably he'll stay uh, there. I don't yeah. think we'll Right back, you've got Patterson, you've got the other one. Coleman, but his, his legs in three no, pieces. No, the other one. Three, other than Patterson, there's another one. Let's have a look. Holgate? No. <laughs> it's none of these people, Keane. <laughs> it's not Ruben Bernard. is a starter then. Yeah. They've got Godfrey as well, back from injury. Yeah, quite a little right back though. Defensively, they're solid. They have to score more goals. They've got to sign a striker. Yeah. McNeil's good, but what's he crossing to? Yeah. They need legs in midfield. Damari Gray's fine. Midfield Decore was quality this year. Yeah, I've said Decore is a good like build around. I have question marks over. He had a good Pierre Purtle patch and then did nothing all season. Mm, yeah. Idrissa Garley Gay, I don't really know what he does. He's, he's a good midfielder. He better. Amadou Anana's magnificent. Anana, yeah. But you've, you've got to work hard to hold on to him because I think there'll be Tom suitors. Shivers? What? Tom Davies. Tom Shivers? I couldn't really beat it for me. <laughs> Tom Shivers. <laughs> Mate, yeah, Tom Shivers. Went a sh- Tom Davies. Oh, that bloke is rubbish. Like com- he is not a footballer. Davies? Yes. Yeah. 179 appearances. Let him get to 200. How? Let him get to 200. <laughs> no wonder they get relegated every year. Nearly since 2016. Why is he still there? 24. Why? James Garner, he covered right back, didn't he, in the the last game of the season? Tell you whether he did or not. But yeah, no. No, he played right midfield, didn't he? They played the weird thing. 
It's just sort of yeah. sat everyone by the ball for a Damari while. Gray is another one I've question marks over. I think Gray's a good player. Yeah, he's good rotation. He's showed some good yeah. ability at some points this season. I right? think they should be relegated next year. Just get him gone. I, no, I want Everton to stay Actually, up. Actually, I look no. at the teams. Like Tottenham could go... There's, no. Tottenham could go south. Bournemouth, Sheffield United... Everton have got recruit. Wolves, Everton. Palace, but Everton have no money. Luton. What are they going to buy? But this yeah. is the problem. It's been so poorly run. They spent 21 on Chank Tozen and lost him for free. He was <laughs> brain dead. He doesn't have brains. Yeah, he, that is what brain dead means. He's, he's not a footballer. They've done, there's just some terrible business over the last few years. Davy Clarkson for 30 mil. They lost him on a free. He wasn't very class. He wasn't, no. Uh, he just, the most, uh, just no sort of idea of what they're doing. Solomon Rondon, I think, was employed by them but at one somehow point. somehow they've stayed up. They had Carl Ancelotti. Like, that's the insane thing. They had Ancelotti employed at one point. This is just... Their drop-off has been ridiculous. Yeah. But they've got to recruit they were, well. They, they, I think they got lucky that... They've, they've got to they keep... Were just, they, they were just better. They keep yeah. doing this every year. They make sure they're better than three or four teams. They've got to keep Daesh. Right. Now. Leicester. I think we'll start with, obviously. We're still going in order. <laughs> Leicester City this year. Wow, what an underperformance. They're relegated. What a failure. They were champions seven years ago. They've won an FA Cup since then. They've won a Community Shield. They've got one of... They've definitely got a top ten side. How have they done this? Just how? And they're in trouble because they're going to lose everyone. Oh, they are, yeah. Their squad's going to get absolutely ransacked. So if we look at their squad, right... I mean, just looking at their forwards, Vardy, Ianacho, Daka, Barnes, they should be nowhere near a relegation yeah. fight. Barnes will be gone, Madison will be gone, Tiedemans is going. Tiedemans already going on a free, Madison's mm. already going to leave, Wilfred indeed, he's a good player. Dewsbury Hall can be picked up. Hopefully by... But they're What are Two things, A, the mentality, Two B, left. the defence. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, Evans, Bertrand, Vestergaard, Pereira, Amati. But Val Face... Why? He scored in the final day of the season, mate. Do not disrespect my boy Facey. He scored a brace against Liverpool. The thing is, I I, I, I said the same thing when Arsenal won kill you. (laughs) You just made a noise at them. (laughs) No. You're in a relegation dogfight. Why are you bringing in an unproven... Yeah, look at what Everton did. They went and got Cody, they went and got Tarkovsky. They didn't go and get Valface. Why would you get a geezer from Wren? I don't... but, But... this is the problem. Leicester weren't in a relegation dogfight at the start of the year. They were signing talented players like they always do. So they weren't in that fight. But in January, they didn't do enough to and try and stop themselves. Watches and bought in Dean Smith because he's a survivor. This is, these are not the signs, by the way, you make in January when you need to stay up. Harry Souter, unproven he's your centre half. but that's it. Tete, on loan Why? from Shakhtar. I haven't seen him play a minute. He's, he's played 1,114. He's actually contributed six goals to assists. He's had a good year. When? I oh, know that's Ligue 1. In yeah. the Prem, he got one goal. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> then they signed Victor Christensen. Who? Who is a 20-year-old Danish left-back who has played 12 games for them. When? <laughs> Zero recollection of him existing. Yeah, same. Yeah, he didn't play the final of the season. Luke Thomas did. He was back from injury. But this team should not have gone down. That starting at Equally, goalkeeper is a massive issue. Oh, uh, why did you not you sign a goalkeeper? How do you sell Gaston Michael and go, yeah, Danny Wars could be fine, mate. Don't, do you not worry. Free, 
and then replacing, and then they go in January. Our war hasn't been great. We're going to get our third choice goalkeeper, <laughs> Iverson. <laughs> Why? Why not just buy a keeper? Just go get even better Nelly from Chelsea. Good and better. Yeah, better, better Nelly. You're even better than Iverson. No, you just need to get a goalkeeper. Anyway. They could have bought Kepper or Mendy. Yeah, loaned out Jed Steer. Loaned Ariola from West Ham. Genuinely really done anything. Loaned anyone from anyone. A goalkeeper. Tom Heaton. Yeah. Would have done Jack the trick. Butland. Yeah. Anyone, but they didn't, and they were relegated. Carl Darlow. Here's an interesting point. Are they the best team to have been relegated from the Premier League? One of them. Okay, thank you. Uh, this is an audio <laughs> podcast, we do just keep talking. But, <laughs> yeah, I do think, uh, I think, I think they're slash. really strong. Yeah, that I can't believe it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That, that squad, I always say that squad will win the championship. No, it won't. Half a week ago. But they should get a lot of money and they should build a good team that wins the championship. They have but they might not. They might They might just not buy another money. goalkeeper and Iverson's in goal again. Oh, if Iverson's in goal next year, they don't come up. Southampton will keep this. You know so they'll be strong. But the championship next year. Everyone was a bit surprised when Sunderland got relegated, and then they did a back-to-back relegation. Oh, are you if, saying that? If they get ransacked and don't recruit well, and keep Iverson in goal with Danny Ward, which <laughs> one they want, are they in a bit of trouble? Yeah, definitely. Well, if they don't recruit well, well, that's a big if because they should. But who are they gonna buy? Just everyone, mate. Equally, even if they lose half their squad. Like Pat, like they've got D- Daka, Vardy, and Inacho. Right, Daka genuinely hits a hundred goals. Like any of those three in the championship score double digits at least. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Shit, they're up there. <laughs> just got ten. I was not a great. Daka gets thirty. Inacho gets twenty-five. Vardy gets twenty. Vardy doesn't. He does. Vardy feels a hammy trying to run off the. No, have you seen the championship <laughs> right, defenders? Load him up with Red Bull and he'll <laughs> run him out of it. Well, let's get Conor Gallagher. The Rotherham are somehow still in the championship. I don't know how they've done that. Daka's going to cook the championship. Them. Enough. Anyway, Leeds Now United. on to teams that probably should have gone down because they're rubbish. What, have they recruited actual footballers and not gone and bought like, just complete shite all year? <laughs> They'd have done well. Hell, they've spent so much money, Leeds. On who? Right, no, right. genuinely. Jorginho well, right across let's, them let's 30 start, million. No, no, no. Let's start in chronological order. They first started the American dream. Right, we're going in trance. We're going to transfers <laughs> here. Rasmus Christensen was the first to join us. Red Bull man. They went for the Salzburg American mix and they brought in Christensen, Aronson, McKenney, Marsh and... Uh, Marsh is already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just part of the American dream. Okay. And just Verba. Who's he? Maximilian Verba. Oh, right, back. yeah. And the American dream was completely right. rubbish. Christensen sacked that up halfway through the Christensen, year. a good pickup, but yeah. fine. Like until Aileen got fit. Ro- Rocker, great signing. I don't know how that went wrong. Like that's a good pickup. Yeah, in my books, but didn't work. Tyler Adams, how the fuck did they do that? It's part of the American dream. He's a good it? player, and they still failed. Like he had a good year, to be but fair. Don't too. get me wrong. He's been injured a lot. You can keep actually. going through the list. There's loads of brilliant players on there, but not one of them is Premier League proven. Joe Robles is. He's crap. Employee. <laughs> 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 Why did they sign? They him? got him on a free from Ben Betis. He's a backup keeper. 
Not too bad. You'd have had to pay me. He's a backup keeper, and then they went, you know what, Melee is so bad, we're actually going to put Joel Robles in for a bit. Melee had a really bad season. I don't rate Melier. I don't know what people see in him. I mean, Robles, yeah, he scored, <laughs> conceded four on the final day. <laughs> Melier is. He started not... all the games. Look at that. He Look started at... four at the end of the season, didn't give a single clean shot. Allardyce must hate Melier. Conceded 11 in four. Sinistera at 22 mil is a he's a good player, good but also a complete yeah. throw a dart at the map, see who you buy. I mean, their best Ellis player was Platt and Yeah, He's got a race against Liverpool, did nothing all year. Willie Gannon, though. Why didn't they play him? Like, well, this is that, this is what I was talking about in terms such of a good some managers, player. right? Let's have a chat. Jesse Marsh is a good manager. Let's. It didn't go right. They sacked him. Oh, well, we've got January to go through. Yeah. On but... any planet, would you ever appoint <laughs> Javi Gracia? I don't know, man. Genuinely, like, why? They must have been drunk, or when they were looking from. I, I, I cannot. I, I just don't understand what went through their brain. Hey, no, no. He's com- he is possibly quite hands so down, incompetent. possibly one of the worst training managers we've ever seen. He's, he's could be at fault now. You could put a large proportion of the blame on him for two relegations. Yes, you because, could. Well, I mean, Watford, to be fair, given any of the six people that managed him that year. And then after that, they realised they'd done wrong, sacked him, and they went, we, we just have to throw... We're going to have to throw some Do you think if they kept Marsh until the end of the season, they'd have stayed up? Because he'd have done so much. Anyone would have done better than Harry Gracia. I think because they would have picked up more points in that Gracia run. Anyway, January, Verba for 11 mil is unproven. Rutter, 24 mil. 24 mil. Hovenheim of daylight robbery. No, he's a good player, though. Looking at his Bundesliga numbers, right, he's he's got two goals. He's got one start. What do they see in him? I remember seeing like a compilation and go from like when he joined, I was going, "Oh, he could be good." He, I just looked at his stats. He's got two goals in fifteen what matches. Was the com- compilation then? <laughs> That's what I mean. A different guy. <laughs> yeah, they got the wrong bloke. <laughs> I don't know what he. Wow, he's. And then the next one, this next one, back, like, how has this not worked? I just, I just want to applaud off and I'm masters <laughs> at. Have they done The next that? one. Let's let's talk about this one. Hopefully I'm gonna finish off. Um, but yeah, I can't rattle what a weird one. Twenty five million makes no sense. Western McKinney. How did this fail? Makes you not. I don't know. The I best thing about him is he's got the American flag in his hair. That was quite cool. That is pretty cool. But he's I don't know. He got one goal. You no, know, he didn't. One that was in the oh. that was in the <laughs> Serie yeah. You got no goals. No goals, one assist. Sixteen starts. minutes. An average rating is what six point four seven. Yeah, so not stunning. <laughs> Understatement <laughs> of the century. <laughs> he once he actually won less tackles than he there should. There is have. no debate. This lead side deserved to go down. And oh they yeah, gone down. what a, some weird pickups. Who's up on there? That's I don't. I genuinely don't know that man. <laughs> I'm not sitting. <laughs> Who is Diego Montero? <laughs> like they got three started one game, and that's in the Swiss league. Lead, no, he's playing for the Leeds United under-33s. I don't know what he's done there. He's not played for him. There's no recollection of him. He's in resis and the 23s. He played for a team in Switzerland called Serviette, who finished <laughs> second. <laughs> he finished second in the Super League to Young Boys. I can imagine them talking about him just sat around and dice. So you go to get his guy from Serviette, and he's just got on that. He's got his food out, but he's uh, just sat in Serviette. 
He's just some random Portuguese child. He, the only like games he's played, he's got one appearance to the Portugal under 15s on his football record. That's really played. Some twelve persons for the U seventeen. So he's got two goals sent to half. I don't know what. It was a horrific season, and I think Leeds. How they only how they managed to last on the final day, I do. We not sat him on the bench in February. They went, nah, not worth it. <laughs> just send us the resume. I genuinely. How they managed to get to the final day, I do not know. Oh, they, they should have done better. They were rubbish. They were, they, well, they failed to replace Rafinha. Oh, sorry, they did. They replaced him with some Bamford guy from Fulham. Bamford was crap this year. Rodrigo was good to start the year and then just fell off a cliff. And I think Marsh did meh. Mate, they're because Allardyce... 78 yeah. goals. Marsh did meh. Allardyce did meh. Javi Grasso in the middle is why they're down. From 78 goals? <laughs> That's more than two a game. That's ridiculous. That's more than Southampton. Five or seven. Ten more than Leicester. 21 more than Everton. What happened? But they scored 48. Which oh, is but I think it falls on Gracia, yes, but it falls on the club to appoint such a crap manager. Yeah. I mean, what a mental year for them. They've when lost... they, was, that, was Bielsa sacked this year? No, they haven't won year. a game since April. Since the 4th of April. No. They have drawn two in that time to Leicester and Newcastle. They deserve to go down. Hang on. Just... So realistically, after that Forest win, they've been in a great position, no? They've been out of relegations, eh? But we weren't sacked, yeah. Uh, does home form change anything for them? If it was just on a home game, so they would have won the league. They would have won, won the league. They would have survived. But away, away from home. Forest would have been bottom of their, and their leads. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're the two teams that ride. Right, if it was just on away form, Arsenal won the league, by the way. So Brighton got Champions League. So that would have finished table. 16, just off a way take. Leeds were horrific, yes. But Tottenham still would have got Europe. I have not. I don't think I've seen a Premier League team worse than Southampton in the last few years. God, I don't know though. No, no, no right. They were horrific. Southampton didn't sign players to play in the Premier League. Southampton signed a Championship squad, and it's not a. It's like the best Championship squad of all time. And it is a good young squad. Like I can see what they're trying well, to do off, there. You look at the squad list, and you see the first two things you see are manager Ruben Zellas. He's not a manager. Second thing you see is Willy Cavallero. I look at those two things and go, right, you're yeah, not staying up the Goalkeeper was an issue because Bazunu's good, but he needed a year in the Championship. And Alex McCarthy is flappy hands. He'll be excellent next season uh, in the Championship, I'm convinced of it. So defenders, I mean, they brought in Bree at one point. Can't explain that one. Livermento and Walker Peters, they were sensational. Livermento getting injured didn't help, but still. Genuinely, they're right. If they hadn't sacked Harson Hootel, could they have made an escape? Because they were only 10 points away from safety. Did they have any other manager apart from Arsene Hootel and Sellers? Yeah, fucking Nathan Jones. Oh my God, yeah. That's all they're relegated. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I forgot that. Why did I forget that happened? He was only there like 10 minutes. I mean, they've, again, they've also not won since the 4th of March. They've genuinely <laughs> not won a game of football since the 4th of March. They've beaten Chelsea and Leicester. Oh, it's embarrassing. And Everton and... Not that's it. They got to an EFL Cup semi final. Twenty twenty three. They have won three matches in the league. I mean, they only beat Lincoln City two one. They lost to Grimsby. They lost yeah, to they, Grimsby. They did lose to Grimsby. Uh, they did beat City in the EFL Cup. They got to an EFL Cup semi final. That's what I'm saying. Um, 
I don't know what's happened. <laughs> There's so much weird. But Southampton will waltz the championship. They will, but we're reviewing this season, and it was possibly the one of the worst Premier League seasons we've seen in a long time. Yeah, probably rivals that, that Huddersfield campaign not. from like 2020, 2019. I can't remember when they were crap. But South, everyone says Norwich is such a yo-yo club. Try to remember when they got sacked. When uh, when when did Huddersfield just die? Can't remember. Not twenty nineteen twenty, uh, eighteen nineteen. Yeah, they got sixteen points. That would be probably the worst team I've seen in recent years because they were just so. How many stuff happened yet? Twenty five. So they were thirteen points adrift of safety. Ten, no. Let's have a look. Ten. They Not weren't bad. that far behind, off, I don't think. I thought Everton got under 36. Well, that would be 11, then. Either oh, <laughs> yeah. way, you're perhaps just tragic. No, we thought they were 38. 11 in it, yeah. 36 um, to 25. Forrester on 38. That's four wins. They were rubbish. They weren't good. <laughs> and take Ward Prowse's free kicks and set pieces away, they finish on five points. Mm, yeah, that's like saying... They beat Chelsea. Yeah, but equally, they Harland away. Six <laughs> still in the league. Obviously, but they don't... Oh, take... they this year? Yes. We're not having this debate now. 36 goals. A lot of goals from those. Doesn't matter. They've still won the league by the... One by Cantor, anyway. Okay. Southampton were complete rubbish. But as you said, they are waltz the... Championship. Yeah. They are automatics. Like, that is the only thing. I think we'll do championship predictions this year. Just so we can have a complete stab yeah. in the dark. That's the only thing I know. They're going to finish first or second... Everyone else, let's spin a wheel to find out because I ain't got a clue what's going on there. Not a Scooby. Yeah. Anything could happen in the Championship next year. Unpredictable. But you also, it's going to be interesting though because you look at the teams that went down last year. Norwich haven't come back up. Watford haven't well, come back like, up. It's going to be such a stacked and Championship. Who else went down? What, from last year? Yeah. Uh, Burnley would come back up. Burnley did come back up. Burnley came up flying. The cha- I saw the Championship next season. It's looking ridiculous. It is. Because it it's such a stacked league now, because it's just got so many good, sort of like half decent sides. Right, you've got Birmingham crap, Blackburn, they're yeah. going to be alright. Bristol City, Cardiff, Coventry could have gone yeah. up this year, they'll be competitive again. Huddersfield, Hull aren't horrendous. Ipswich are going to, I think they could go back to back. Maybe. Def- probably not automatics, but they could definitely be up there. Then you've got Leeds going yeah. down, should be. Still a strong side. Leicester, Middlesbrough should be up yeah. there again. Millwall should be up there again. Norwich should come go back to the top. Plymouth, who knows what they're going to do. Preston, QPR, Rotherham, Sheffield Wednesday back up now. Southampton, Stoke, Sunderland, Swansea, Watford, West Brom. It is going to be interesting. But, I mean, what a year this was. Sunderland should be strong again. No clue what's going on there. But yeah, Premier League, what a season. Incredible. A should lot of ups, exciting. a lot of downs. Next season, I think, can be even better. But we're over and out for 2022-23 in terms of Premier League. Yeah, I mean, we've got nine weeks, so not long until we're back. But, yeah, Premier League 23, 22-23 season is over. 23-24 preparations now begin. Congrats, Man City. Yeah, congratulations. We will, of course, be keeping all of you guys updated with all the Premier League stuff that happens over the summer. We're going to be doing our, well, we did a daily podcast series last summer where we ran for every Premier League side and talked about what they need to do to survive. We might do that. We think we will do that this this year. Yeah. At some point. Uh, we don't know that, whether that will be early in the summer or late in the summer, but pro- it will definitely be after the Champions League final 
at the very earliest. But yeah, basically we just run for every side, talk about what they need to do, and talk about what they have done. Yeah. For the when we get later, because obviously they're getting close to the end, to the start of the window, the start of the season. But yeah, not long after the new season, of course we've still got four European finals. Speaking of which, join us for four finals, three European finals. But speaking of which, join us for all of them. We are live today. That's when this goes out yeah, tonight. Saturday for the FA Cup final, then Conference League final in the uh, in a week's time, and then the Champions League final after that. We're live for all of them. Join us for all of them. There are going to be hopefully some very good games in there. But yeah, that is everything for today. If you have enjoyed, make sure to leave a like and subscribe if you're around here. It massively helps us on our on hopefully reaching our goal of two and a half thousand yes. subscribers before the end of the year. If you uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed the content, get involved in the comments as well. Keep the conversation going. Want to hear from you guys? What you thought of our discussion today? What you thought of all the prem teams? Whether you enjoy these really long ones? I think we are at an hour forty. We're looking at an hour thirty-six. Okay, yeah, almost an hour forty. So yeah, a long episode today. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. If you're listening on Spotify, then make sure to press all the fun, fun buttons that do fun things or whatever audio platform you happen to be listening on. That is all from us today, though. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.